You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. I can't tell you what a privilege it is to have you join me each day for this journey we're taking, getting ready for Christmas. Joy to the world is our theme. I hope it's meaningful to you and maybe it'll be meaningful to some people that you could share it with. Yesterday, we were looking at the gifts that uh, the wise men brought to Jesus, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Now, the fact of the matter is, these were pretty pricey and extravagant gifts that these wise men came and presented to Jesus. I want to take a moment right now, and I want to contrast their extravagant gifts to another gift brought to worship God at the first Christmas. Shortly after Jesus was born, Joseph and Mary went to the temple in Jerusalem to present an offering of thanks to God. But their gift of sacrifice was just two pigeons, which actually were the worship gifts of people in poverty. They were so poor, they they couldn't even afford a lamb, which was the, the typical sacrifice of gratitude that you would bring to God. And so here's my question I want you to think about. Which gift do you think honored God more? The wise men with their pricey, extravagant gifts of gold, frankincense, myrrh, or Joseph and Mary with these humble gifts of two pigeons? (laughs) Actually, it's a trick question because I believe both equally honored God. Why? Because both were proportional to their personal wealth. The the wise men gave out of their abundance. Joseph and Mary gave out of their poverty. It may not have been equal giving by the two of them, but it was equal sacrifice by both of them. Haven't you received some gifts, I mean, both big and small, extravagant and simple in your life, and both were very meaningful to you? When I lived in Vegas, I had a good friend, and he and his wife were in a small group with Barbara and me that met in our home. He was a new car dealer, had been in the car business for many years. He owned several dealerships. And and one day he just said to me, you know, Gene, you have meant so much to us and our lives. He said, we love you, and I want you to go to one of my dealerships and just pick out any new car you want as our gift to you. I was like, oh man, I love you too. But my generous friend was in business for many years, a careful money manager, and I know he'd honored God with his finances. And for him, this was a gift of proportion. It was an extravagant gift. It was a gift for which I was very thankful. I have another gift at home. It's just a piece of some old cherry paneling and in the corner are like two painted snowy winter scenes. It has some pegs on it. You can hang snow skis or coats and jackets it would not look very valuable to you. You would look at it. This this piece of paneling was once on the wall, though, of an office where my late father, who was a pastor and died suddenly when I was 14 years old, it came out of a study where he used to study the Bible and prepare sermons. And a few years later, after he died, my mom took this piece of paneling. She painted these winter scenes in the corners and gave it to me as a gift. My mom didn't have a lot to live on. She lived on Social Security in the later years of her life. But how much do you think that gift means to me? It wouldn't mean anything to you, but honestly, I could never part with it. You see, both of those gifts, the car, that ski rack, mean a great deal to me because they were proportional 
based on the capacity of the givers. Gifts that honor Jesus, listen, represent both planning and proportion. Now, here's how this applies to each of us. I know some of you don't make a lot of money. You just don't. But you faithfully return your tithe or the first 10% or a designated percentage to honor Jesus. And there are probably times you hit that button on the giving app or you set up an amount on eastside.com or you look at your giving statement and say something like, oh God, it's such a small amount. What can you even do with such a small amount? And I want you to know, I just want to encourage you, God doesn't ever look at the amount you give, ever. He looks at proportions. Now, on the flip side, there are some of you who've been blessed with a lot of wealth. God has really blessed some of you with the ability to earn a lot of income. And you might feel really good when you donate a significant amount of money. And others, if they knew how much you gave, they would be really impressed, right? But I'm telling you, God isn't ever impressed with large numbers. There are no amount of zeros that God will ever look at and go, wow, (laughs) because God's loaded. He owns it all. So he never gets impressed with an amount. God is impressed, listen, with proportion. Because God measures generosity based on the measure of sacrifice, not an amount. So if God's blessed you in some above and beyond ways throughout this year, maybe you're going to want to honor him for his goodness and thank him for Jesus by honoring him with some above and beyond giving this Christmas season. Let's pray. God, I thank you for what we learn about generosity uh, from both the example of the wise men with their extravagant gifts and Joseph and Mary with their humble gifts, all of them honoring you equally with gifts based on proportion. God, for those of us who have just a little, help us not to get discouraged in the size of our gifts, knowing that you look at our hearts and the proportional gifts. For those of us who've been blessed with more, help us to not get cocky about dollar amounts, but knowing that you're looking at the heart and you're looking at what we give proportionally to you. And Father, in honor of the one who has never held anything back for us, may we honor you with generosity in this Christmas season. We love you. We thank you, Jesus, for the bloodstained cross and the empty tomb that tells us how valuable we truly are. We lift our prayers today in your name. Catch it, Mom.